Star Wars 7x7 episode 2125. Today we continue our look at how Maul consolidated his grip on power in Mandalore as we look at Shades of Reason. This is episode 15 from season 5 of The Clone Wars. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. Before we get started, I just really quickly want to mention that I have signed up for a May the 4th virtual 4K run and I've posted a link to it on the Facebook page for Star Wars 7x7. That's facebook.com slash SW7X7 if you check that out. And I'm doing it because the American Association for Cancer Research is a beneficiary of some of the proceeds for the 4K run. And it's, you know, still kind of bizarre to think of myself as a cancer survivor, but that is in fact what I am. And so when I saw this, I thought, well, this seems like a great thing to do. So I'm going to be doing that on May the 4th. And if that's something you're interested in, then the details are over on the Facebook page, so do check that out. Alright, let's talk about Shades of Reason, which is, again, Season 5, Episode 15 from The Clone Wars. And it's the second of a three-part story arc that tells us how Maul came to power on Mandalore, and also how he organized this Shadow Collective, this syndicate of crime families. We know from the last episode that he got the Pikes and Black Sun and the Huts on his side. Now it's time to take action on Mandalore. And the plot that he arranges with everybody is that various representatives of these crime syndicates will attack strategic locations on Mandalore and then Death Watch will come and save the day. It's a pretty sneaky little plan. The Duchess Satine actually sees right through it, though. The moment that Pre Vizsla shows up on the scene, she says, you, you have something to do with this. And he's like, nope, wasn't me. But, of course, it was him. I mean, you know, it wasn't entirely his idea. It was Maul's. But still, it was him. And initially, things do go exactly as planned. The new Mandalorian government is outmatched and overrun. The populace is scared, but then Death Watch's arrival makes everybody feel great. They are seen as saviors. And... They push it one step further and say the new Mandalorian government has cut and run after, you know, all the criminals have been overwhelmed and captured and all that stuff, you know, quote-unquote captured, if you will. Now, maybe it's true that some of the members of the new Mandalorian government actually cut and ran, but... Some of them were actually imprisoned, so this whole, you know, oh, they fled thing is not true at all. In fact, the Duchess Satine is one of those who's been captured, and she has an argument with her former Prime Minister, Prime Minister Almec, when they are sharing cells nearby each other, and this is kind of revelatory as far as the new Mandalorian government goes. Here for a visit, or has peace betrayed you too, Duchess? Peace exists only in the minds of the faithful. And faith has been the greatest disappointment. Only when it is broken. What you did for the people as Prime Minister betrayed their trust. And you betrayed mine. Destitution leaves little room for faith. My actions allowed the people hope in your leadership. The supplies I bought on the black market kept you in power. Another era of judgment. The people made willing sacrifices for their freedom. Corruption is not the answer. 
Then enjoy your freedom, Duchess. You'll have plenty of time to tell me all about it. I mean, for a kid's cartoon, this is some deep and heady stuff. A pacifist government being propped up by illegal shipments of spice? This is some crazy stuff. But back to the bad guys. Maul is assuming that Previsla is going to betray him. Previsla is assuming that Maul is going to betray them. And so everybody's planning and counterplanning. The first counterplanning situation happens when Previsla has Maul and Savage taken into custody. Well, Savage was taken into custody as part of Death Watch, quote unquote, cleaning up the joint with the attack. But Maul, they get the drop on him, or at least he makes it seem like they've gotten the drop on him, and they throw him in a prison cell with Savage. Not a very smart idea. And Maul's concern has been that they need somebody who isn't Savage and who isn't Maul to be the public face of Mandalore while they rule it from the shadows. So they have to find another solution because Vizsla is obviously not going to be it. So they break out of the prison, which was ridiculously easy, as it should be for Sith, and they find the Duchess Satine who's like, you know, what do you want? And he says, Maul says, like, I don't need to worry about you for a while. Never mind. But, uh, you know, who else is here? Oh, just me and Almec. But Almec is a corrupt jerk and forget him. And Darth Maul says, oh, really? Hey, thanks for the tip. And they recruit Almec. So that really didn't go according to plan for the Duchess. Jeez. And so once Almec is on board with the idea of being installed as a puppet prime minister, Maul says, I'm going to challenge Vizsla to single combat and he will be honor bound to fight me. And when I beat him, then Death Watch will be honor bound to follow me. Isn't that great? So that happens. And the battle between Maul and Pre Vizsla is really awesome. And it goes on for quite a while. It's over two minutes of the show. And, you know, as I've been doing these briefings over the years, I realize that the scenes that take place generally take place like really quickly, like they are usually under a minute, 30 seconds oftentimes. So it happens very quickly. Even the you know, one excerpt that I gave you earlier this episode with Satine and Almec talking, like that goes really fast. But this is an epic battle between Maul and Pre Vizsla, and Maul, as expected, is able to get the better of Pre Vizsla and beheads him, which is done very artistically in terms of not letting you actually see the beheading, though according to Wikipedia, there was a version of this where you actually got to see the head rolling down the stairs and it was deemed too graphic for younger viewers, but it was apparently restored in a director's cut, no pun intended, I'm sure, when it was released on DVD after the fact. Apparently Mandalorian honor has its limits though, because even though some of the Death Watch folks are going to be loyal to Maul, Bo-Katan, who is shocked and saddened by what she's witnessed with Pre Vizsla getting killed by Maul, she says, no way, we're never joining you, no outsider should rule Mandalore, and a bunch of Death Watch folks rally with her, not all of them though, and so she escapes with a few of her followers, and that, as they say, is almost that. One last beat that happens is that Prime Minister Ahmet goes out and says, Hey everyone, hey all you Mandalorians, I've got some bad news. Pre Vizsla was killed by the Duchess Satine! Oh, what a plot twist that is! And apparently Vizsla's dying words were that Almec should step in and become Prime Minister 
under the circumstances. And so this is how Almec is ruling Mandalore right now, and Satine has been imprisoned and charged with the death of Pre Vizsla. Now I'm telling you, for all this business going on, you know, the Republic has to get word about this and what's been happening. And so you imagine they're going to start looking into this sooner rather than later, which is probably what Maul's plan is to begin with, because this is all about Obi-Wan and getting revenge on him. So we'll talk about that when we talk about the next episode, the final episode in this story arc. That will be coming very soon, <laughs> in fact. But for today, that is going to do it for our briefing on Shades of Reason and for this episode of the podcast as well. Thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the curve be flattening for you wherever in the world you may be. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other related Star Wars items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2019 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.